Howdy folks, Election Night with Chef and Tomo, the show that's all about sporting weekends, the weekend warriors and the weekend clubs. Brought to you by Viva Teamwear, the teamwear that's the most comfortable to wear. So if you want your performers, your star performers on the weekend to perform at their best, then Viva Teamwear is just for you. Podcast bubble for the last week, in training so to speak. We've been out and about speaking with clubs, watching sport and engaging with the public. We've gotten out of the uh, the studios here at Oz Sports Radio. And as you know, we're still hunting for Chef and Tomo's Club Legend of the Year. And show sponsor Rebel Sport have chipped in with a trophy and prize pack. So continue your nominations and bring them in. I'll be having a bit of a chat later. One of the uh, Central Coast's true legends... Barry Howard later on in the show and we will as always if you like the show help us out by letting your mates know we're here to talk about your Saturday sport your Sunday sport you know the local sport grassroots and uh, anything to help build a platform for your club good evening Tomo I don't know about you mate but uh, I've missed us mate yes mate I missed last week uh bursted We've burst out of out of our bubble. We have, and we're back into it. Yeah, no, looking looking forward to tonight. With um, we've got Chef and Tomo's footy tips coming up, which is always very humorous. And <laughs> don't and th- go with our tips. <laughs> yeah, no, no, definitely not. <laughs> I wouldn't go with them. And we've got the the uh, soccer wrap up wrap up from uh, Shep. and um, I'll give a bit of a wrap up about amateur league footy and club legends tonight. Yeah, as Mix just mentioned, we'll touch on Barry Howard. And then we're actually on the hunt at the moment for correspondence for different sports because we know a fair bit about cricket. We know a little bit about footy and a little bit about soccer. But there's um, a lot of other sports out there that we'd love to touch on. And if people can add add some input into our podcast here, it'll be uh, really, really helpful. So if you know about netball, if you know about rugby league in your particular area... If you want to talk about Iceland cricket, <laughs> if you want to talk about the Saturday League in England, yeah, or even indoor cricket, absolutely, if you play indoor cricket every week, and you and you think you've got something to add to the show, look, ring, look, get in contact with us on Facebook and let us know, and we'll add you into the show, absolutely. And tonight's guest is none other than Bruce Stribley. Oh, yes, um, he's correct. I, I just forgot. Was it Dude, on the sheet? It was on the sheet. Your sheet was actually up to date, Mick. So Come well on. done. Don't know and about that. Bruce, welcome, Bruce. Thank you, gentlemen. <laughs> no worries. Thank hey, you, Bruce. Bruce is a bit of a netball guru, and he's also um, a cricket umpire like ourselves. So we're keeping it very in-house. At Absolutely. The with our guests, but we will expand. We, we, we strive to work with our strengths. Let's just say that. That's it. We'll, we'll get to Bruce a bit later, but we've got we've got Brad Smith on the line. I yes. Think. Brought to you by Blue Steel Cricket, our Northwest yeah, New South Wales right. correspondent. Brad, how are you going? Well, thanks, boys. How are we? Very good. How's life it's up good, in uh, northern uh, northern New South Wales, brother? Mate, it's bitter cold. Yeah. Uh, we had a couple of minuses, minus seven a couple of nights oh. ago. So. Oh, wow. That's yeah. uh, brutal. Minus seven? Yeah, a bit tough getting out of bed. Yeah. yeah. Mate. You'd open the fridge and get warm. Yeah. Well, that's right, mate. Yeah, that's um. I went to uni up here, and we used to put the beers on the windowsill. So, on the windowsill, that is sensational. I love it. Um, <laughs> now, mate, are you? You're not involved in any lockdowns at the moment? 
He hasn't spread out to you. Uh, you no, not in not any lockdowns per se. We've got to wear masks and things like that. So yeah, um, yep. that should be interesting. We'll go back to work next week. So oh, it's, yes. Um, yeah, stocked up. We're wearing for baseball this week when we're in the dugouts and things like that. So wow. it's just, um, yeah. I'll struggle to breathe as it is. So we'll uh, <laughs> it's more interesting. So when you're out in the field, you don't need the mask, but when you're in the dugout, you need the mask. Yeah, apparently, yeah, because you're... you're in the, Close in the 1.5 proximity. Yep. So. Ah, okay. Yep. Fair enough. We've got yep. to do what we can do, I think, yep. out in the public. Yep. Try and stop That's the right. spread. This virus is pretty... It. It's pretty ruthless. Yeah, yeah. It'll, if, it finds a, if it finds an avenue, it'll definitely walk down it. Yeah, mm. that's for sure. It's, um, it's finding new ways to transform, isn't it? Yeah, Absolutely. It is, it is. So what's been going up in those regions, big fella? No, it's, we've had another couple of washouts, funnily enough. How do you Um... Well, so, I used to say that nothing like the cricket season to bring on the end of the drought. But it could yeah, that's be, right. Um, the start of Chef and Tomo's podcast to break the drought. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, so to we, stop um, the rain. We need to stop the rain yeah, so they can play. Yeah. yeah. So we had a washout a couple of weeks ago, um, and then our ground got washed out of... Uh, the, uh, the A-grade ground got washed out, but B-grade went ahead. There's supposed to be an umpire's course in Sydney, but that, ah. got, that got scanned. Wow, uh, of course. Because of, of COVID. Oh, yep. yeah, um, yep, yeah, sure. Um, but uh, the Warriors played Pandas Black in the B grade and the Cougars White took on their club mates at Cougars Maroon, but I yep. don't have any... I've checked a, a fair far and wide. I haven't come up with any results for those games. So it mustn't have been worth uh, crowing about if they didn't put well, them up. Well, that's... <laughs> There was, there was a newspaper article about it, but no yeah, right. score results. So uh, oh, wow, might wow. have to have a word to, the, to them there. But uh, yeah, so this week we'll uh, see us in Armadale. So the Outlaws have a, a home game, which is nice. A home game. Uh, so how often do they roll around? Do you play? Uh, three times a year. Wow. So, yeah. so you got to travel so, almost every other week. Three home games a year, is that's pretty hard. Yes. And yes, so I imagine the travel, it's a fair bit of travel involved. In your area? Yeah, it's the hour and a half each way. Wow. Yeah, right. Yeah. Hard yards, mate. And you did that for yeah, cricket it is, too? Mate. Yeah, so I've been doing that for cricket for the last five years as well. So I'll, um, yeah, right. I'll give that away this year though. So so is there an Armadale cricket competition? Yeah, there is. Um, I played in it uh, prior to playing in Tamworth for a few years. Yep. Um, so I think it's a five-team competition. So Right. Um so you'll yeah, look to so dominate there, I'd assume. Oh, I don't know about dominate yet, but um, <laughs> I'll definitely try nudge a few rounds. That's it. That's for sure. Um, but uh, yeah, there's yeah, five teams, including Guy, which is about 40 kilometres away, so okay. that's about as far as we'll have to go. And it's a pretty good deck down there at Guy. The guys do a good job there. So. Yep. It's all turf cricket? Yeah, all turf cricket, uh, yeah. first and second grade. Wow. And um, and then third grade, some, some of it's turf. Uh, right. depending on availability of grounds. Yep. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So, yeah, so, so yeah. and this is at your ground that you built at Armadale, is that right? In Armadale, yes. So, nice. this is about the University of New England. Uh, you know, our little field of dreams, we've just done a bit of maintenance on it to try yep. to get up ready for this weekend. So, um, yeah, so D grade, we have to we have to make uh, like a temporary field. Yep. Uh, as we only have the one. So, the whole competition's coming up, oh. uh, which is fantastic. So, yep. all of A grade and all of B grade. Um, so, in uh, in B grade, Cougars White will take on Pandas Black, and then Cougars Maroon will take on Pandas Pink. And actually, then Warriors have the bye. 
Yep. There should be a couple of good games. And then in in, uh, in A grade, uh, we um, uh, was taking on the Warriors first up and then have to back that up against Cougars in the afternoon. So right. big day it's pretty you. cold. In the, yeah. yeah, it is. It gets pretty cold during the back end of that afternoon game too. So that's oh, yeah. where that hometown advantage comes in as well. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> All good, mate. Straight into the hot shower. Yeah, yeah that's it. So if so, you... Um, yeah, so, yep. so you guys go. Oh, yeah. So I was just going to say, um, so if you've got uh, your tactics lined up for who's pitching, are you playing the first? You'll be pitching the first game, I'd assume, then to stay away from the cool oh, afternoon. Yeah, I'd, we'll see how we go. Well, if I pitch the first game, normally not much chop by the back end of the second. So, <laughs> yeah, uh, but I just, <laughs> <laughs> um, we're just going to try out a few guys. I think a uh, guy named Tim Peterson, he threw a bullpen the other day, which is just you know, uh, like just practicing pitching, it's called a bullpen in baseball. Yep. Um, at, at training yesterday, and I was pretty impressed with what he was doing there. I'd like to see him take the mound at some point. Um, yeah. We've only got the bare nine for the two games. Oh, dear. Yeah, so it's going to be a tough old haul. Yeah. Um, so, and I'm, I'm not 100%, another guy's not 100%. Um, right. Just... And, and just trying to nurse ourselves ready for the country championships in about four weeks' time. So, so how's the weather looking for this weekend? Is it looking better? Yeah, it says 96% chance of rain tomorrow, <laughs> and a lot of it, I think. Um, but uh, it should be, hopefully, if it's not too much, it will clear up and be, be right, right for, for Saturday. Another day. Yeah. Well, well hopefully, hopefully. It'll, yeah, it'll keep the uh, the grassy areas and the, the where you're sliding a little bit softer so it won't... Um, take bark off if it's hard and yeah, dry right. it'd be a bit more dangerous yeah well we've got a we've just got a fresh layer of dirt this season so it's not too bad at the moment so nice so that was that was uh, p- provided by the University of New England so thanks for the shout out to the guys at Sport UNE for doing that for us yes very good thank uh, you yeah but, um, no that's pretty good we've got some players to watch I guess um, so for players for the other outlaws probably Keegan Bird he's really uh, red hot with the bat at the moment yep um, you know, the, just talking to talking to some guys from other clubs at, at the reps are like, we don't know where to throw to him. So yeah, okay. To throw to him. So he's you know hitting the ball pretty well. Yep. Oh. Uh, guy, guy named Tim Boyd is from Newcastle originally. Uh, he's up in Glenness now. Um, you know, he's he's a pretty he's a pretty good player all around. He catches for us, can pitch as well. Yep. Um, you know, I'd probably say he's nearly our number one pitcher at the moment as well. Very nice. And then, um, and then Tam Peterson, yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing him pitch on the weekend too. So he's only just recently come back. Yep. Um, he um, was doing some home renovations and took the guard off the saw. So his right. father-in-law, who's an Ando, had to come and pick him up. So, wow. Oh, no, um, no good. No. Yeah, uh, not much chop there, but probably got Andrew Ferris and Ben Ridgewell for the Cougars. Um, Ben's a good young player. And Andrew Ferris is a bit of a, an old hat, uh, still very much. Fantastic player. So you guys would um, all know each other pretty well, I would imagine. Oh, yeah, and, and most of the guys that I'm mentioning here, we all play reps together as well a couple of times a year. And um, you know, there's there's good competitiveness, but you don't like to annoy people too much. So you have to see them. Well, often, so. yeah, kinda, it makes sledging more difficult. Because yeah, that's right. If I'm if I'm playing against a mate of mine who I know, I'm not getting under his skin by telling him he's got pressure on him or saying some throwaway line that's going to upset him. Because he knows I'm taking the I'm piss. Not. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're not serious. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he'll, he'll know when you have a go at something he might have done or might not yeah, have done. he knows what I'm trying to do. Yeah, you need to be personal about it. If you know purpose. people. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. But 
you know, you still want to beat them. <laughs> no That's question. right. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, best of luck this weekend, Brad. Yeah, good luck yep, with getting no the ground you. up. Yeah, Hope absolutely. It's all good. And the, yeah, so I'm, I'm looking forward to hearing how the Field of Dreams plays next week. Yeah, I think it looks pretty patchy, if I'm honest. Right. Well, you'll have to send us <laughs> a photo so we can put it yep. on the Facebook page. So. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Absolutely. Yep. Um, and then Might every... have to go, I'll, I'll go into the archives and uh, show what it once was before... Um, before we made it into a field or just an empty paddock. So, yeah, yeah, um, absolutely. Nah, that'd be great, mate. That yeah. would be fantastic. Yeah, yeah. we'll share the love. That's give, for it, sure. give our listeners something to uh, to have a look at and yeah, and see what we've been talking about. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. No worries. Well, we'll um, leave you there, Brad. Thank you very much again, Soldier, for uh, for for giving us the update in the Northern New South Wales region. And um, no yes, we'll, we'll talk to you again next week. Look forward to it. No Thanks, worries, God. Brad. Cheers, mate. Best of luck for the weekend. Cheers, buddy. Cheers. Cheers. All good. Alrighty. Selection Night with Shep and Thelmo. Sponsored by Viva Team Wear. Your first choice for sportswear. And Bruce Stribley, our main man. How we are. He's been sitting back, listening, paying attention, which is unlike Bruce. He's usually talking his mouth off. But yeah, anyway... <laughs> You know me too well, yeah. <laughs> don't mind the spinny yarn. But, uh, and that's one of the reasons why we thought of you yeah. for this show, because you, you don't mind having a bit to say, Bruce, which is great. Well, so that's good. Absolutely, involving you, yourself you two, in conversation. You two gentlemen will understand coming from a wee-keeping background. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> you always have a bit of a chat. Oh, the bloody keepers union's at it again. Oh, yeah, absolutely. absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I think uh, the first time we um, were playing in the umpires game, you were keeping, Bruce. Yeah, that that was. A, we're going back. Mick might have. I oh, I didn't I see keeping? Bruce keep. I'm not sure if I've actually kept in a Crockett Shield game. Right. Uh, well, in, in we might practice, have talked. Sorry. Yeah. In the practice games, yeah. I may have. Yes. 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 Oh, in a couple of the practice games, I may have. Yeah. And so, uh, didn't mind sledging my own teammates. When absolutely. Well, <laughs> I don't mind sledging teammates. See, so, I don't think we have to pay much attention to introducing Bruce. I reckon he's uh, he's sorting that out pretty quickly by himself. Look, Bruce is. Bruce is a very, very good first grade umpire. He's won a umpire of the year before. Yeah, um, 13, I think it was. Yes. And this is cricket umpiring. Cricket well. umpiring, cricket yes. Umpiring, yep. yeah. And he's also, go on, Bruce. Tell Netball? us. Yeah. Yeah, no, heavily involved. Love cricket in the summer, netball in the winter. Uh, and I guess uh, that uh, started from the teenage years. I got introduced to netball as a uh, teenager uh, with two younger sisters who participated in netball. Uh, to go out and watch my sister's friends, obviously, uh, <laughs> participate. I need, I, need, uh, I, I need to get my son to listen to this, I think. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> well, hey, it, it didn't make any difference. I think I married the sport rather than anyone playing it. Um, but um, it was those sort of things. And this team was, I thought, quite reasonable, but they hadn't won a game for a couple of years. And uh, I think I was in year 12, or well, matriculation back in those days. And... Uh, I got talked out to, uh, to coach them that year, but I coached them the following year. Uh, and I, got, I coached them as though I was coached uh, in hockey and footy and stuff. And, um, yeah, girls, times went home crying, but they all rocked up on Saturday, which to <laughs> me was the key indicator. And uh, say the first year... So that was the line in the sand. Ah, yes. They might yeah. go home from training crying, yep. but if they rocked up on the weekend, you hadn't really crossed it. 
Oh, absolutely. Yeah. absolutely. And their mothers hadn't rung me, so I yep. must have been doing something right. Yep. Um, <laughs> but uh, only, there's only one week I remember uh, we had a, lady, uh, a girl across the road who used to be our goalkeeper and she used to love cats. And uh, there was one wet night, we're going up for training, and I skittled this cat. Uh-oh. And uh, oh. she, the girl, she ran off the training and let all the rest of the team know that Bruce has just run over a cat. <laughs> Not my fault. But I shouldn't have cheered <laughs> about, about killing, killing the cat and talking about it falling off the footpath into the gutter of blood pisses ah, running out of its mouth. Um, but, uh, yeah, by the time I got to training, yeah, I was arch enemy number one. All the girls forgets me that night. So that was a hard I night. Yeah, yeah, I but, can imagine. Uh, so that was, I think it was in the first year. But yep. as I said, we finished fourth at the end of the minor round, got to the grand final, which we'd lost. And, uh, yeah, it just continued from there. Nice. To take a team that hadn't won in so long to a grand final is, uh, is Good a effort. great effort. Absolutely. Oh, yeah, great yeah effort. no, that, that was that was long, oh, very many years ago now. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, and as I said, I think uh, then I uh, continued with it. Uh, then year three, uh, yeah, we got to the finals again. Yep. Uh, knocked off the semi-final team, knocked off the prelim final team, got to the grand final against the same team that beat us two years prior. And uh, instead of just training once that week, we trained three times and it was all built on revenge. Come out on the Saturday and we've absolutely belted this side. First nice. time we've beaten them and uh, I was a little bit more aggressive in those days and I certainly let the team know that we were the winners and they were <laughs> so low. This is <laughs> after the game had finished? Oh, during. Oh, okay. Yeah, they, yeah. they actually had a, they actually, oh, it was, was a funny incident. They had one of their girls sent off because she threw the ball at me. <laughs> wow. <laughs> she got well sent the court. Oh, bad. that was a bit of bad luck. Yep. But, uh, yeah, and, and that's life. And then, um, uh, and I don't think it's too much changed now. I was standing on the sideline and an umpire didn't turn up. And I said, I can umpire. And uh, that's where my umpire journey started. Right. This netball. Netball, yeah. yeah. Yep. yeah. yeah. That's where my netball umpiring started. I umpired this game. And uh, I won't mention the politician's name, but I sent off a... Uh, Daughter of a politician one day because she challenged me. Mm. So see you later, love. You're on your bike. So, yeah. <laughs> but I think, I think it, was, it was a it was a power trip back in those days. I've got no doubt about that. You know, it was just. Uh, but now when uh, you know you're coming through development squads and uh, training and development and this sort of thing, so yeah, you had to change. Same with my coaching. The coaching style has changed now. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so you, you coach the netball umpires. Is that right? I mentor many of the yeah. uh, uh, netball umpires. Uh, I find that. Fantastic. Yeah. Um, we're not amateurs, but we. I think South Australia now have got number one ranked umpire. So, from last year uh, in Australia. So, I mean, that's that's a that's a good yeah. deal. It's watching right. how they develop, and even even uh, you know students or teenagers these days who are showing interest in umpiring, and to help them develop uh, through their badges, their C badges, through to their A or A badge. Or, well, I'm not sure if I, except for the AA umpire, the All Australian umpire, but uh, I don't think I've really got anyone to A badge. Certainly B badges, but then you get into the Premier League competition here in Adelaide and yeah. uh, develop your skills to get an A badge. Yeah, right. Well, that's awesome. Yeah. yeah. So that's a badge of honour to you as well, getting... Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Oh, yeah, I just enjoy doing it, particularly when when um, the inexperienced umpire shows great interest and they have great potential. Yeah. Sometimes it's quite easy to, yeah. uh, to develop them. Others, oh, and, and, and all sorts of umpires... Uh, develop at different levels and they stay at different levels and that's fine as well. Yep. Uh, and it's one of the things I enjoy about netball is the rule book will protect you against or what, whatever your ability's at. Uh, there, something can happen 
and the three different levels of umpires, the high class, the middle class and the low class umpire, can all call an infringement differently, but the rule book says you're correct. Each umpire is correct. It allows you to do that, which is I think is pretty good. Yeah, okay. right. Yeah, the discipline yeah. of the sport. I mean, that's very similar to cricket in a way. Like people find their ceiling in cricket mm. and that and yep. that and that's where it is. Yep. I mean, a lot of people keep breaking those ceilings and getting going through and, and above and as we mentioned last week or not last week, the week before on the show, Eloise getting on the d- development panel for CA, like yes. that sensation, that's her breaking through another ceiling mm-hmm. that, yes. she, that that was there. And like she's just continued to break ceilings nearly every season. Yeah. Which oh, exactly. which a lot of umpires can't do you get to a certain point and that's your level but as long as you enjoy it and you love doing it that's why you umpire in the end absolutely and you come back to that i was going to say c word i will c word consistency yeah um and i think you're all coaches here yeah uh we find that um a bad umpire oh that's probably a way to put it an umpire that maybe not has the skills if they apply their skill level consistently to both sides yeah coaches should be happy yeah yeah, yeah correct so, yep yes yeah, i agree on. with that that's a that's a really good and funny you analogy. should say that because in the game that i was coaching last weekend i was standing in the coach's box and i was pretty much talking to my opposition coach and we were agreeing that the referee was making Similar mistakes, but it was even across both teams, and neither of us were having, having a, a crack at the yeah. umpire, at the referee, yeah. Yeah. because right. it was, you know, he was just doing his best, yeah. and um, it was consistent for both teams. Yeah, and that and that's been in the media a bit mm. lately. Is oh. is the abuse umpire of umpires abuse. Yeah. has to has mm. to cease? Yep. and and I think people have to be aware that they're playing sport at a level, mm. and they're. And sometimes that level is not going to give them the best officiator that there is on a Saturday yeah. mm-hmm. or, a, or a Friday night or a, or a Sunday or whenever it is that the game's on. But part of, part of my role as a mentor, you go around to courts and you listen to, to parents uh, talking about the game, about the refs yeah. and their kids. And uh, sure. you, you just go like, have you ever, and I often have a rule book in my back pocket and I said, you ever read one of these? And uh, quite often you'll find nah. they haven't. Yep. And uh, I've got a lot of stories in that regard, and one's oh, I won't mention the story, and I certainly won't mention names, but I, I had a um, primary school headmaster one day, and I was actually umpiring uh, this game, and, uh, and it's a well-known sporting name in, in Adelaide. Uh, and uh, anyway, I didn't know he was a, a headmaster at this stage, but he used to bag and carry on and this sort of stuff, and then one I found out that uh, he was a headmaster of a primary school here in Adelaide. So I said to him one day when he was barking, I said, mate, 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 if I was umpiring this in your uh, schoolyard, would you be behaving like this? And uh, from then he just shut up, picked up his chair and moved to the other side of the court. <laughs> and I think it's quite right. You, know, you just put it into context, oh, didn't absolutely. you? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. However, it might have been an outlet for him. Yeah. Um, but but I, I, I mean, just like me at the footy. I mean, yeah. I've had a few people who won't go to the footy with me anymore. And, and I, <laughs> I have heard that. To, oh, am I allowed to mention names? You know, like... Well, um, yeah, it's yeah, up to you. Of course you are. Oh, Richard Williams. Now, yeah, yeah. I remember years, for years I used to bag this guy called Richard Williams, SANFL, oh, and AFL. Yeah. Uh, umpire. umpire. Yeah. And um, then I've had the pleasure to meet him now through cricket. Yeah, yeah. And he's, he's just the top bloke. Yeah. <laughs> he's just the nicest bloke. And I, yeah. I, I actually told him the story one day. I'd stand on the hill and I'm saying, oh, come on, Rich, give us a go. And, and in fact, uh, being a sturt man, we had 
T-shirts uh, made up about the Richard Williams Band Club, <laughs> uh, the Step Boys. And uh, his, actually, his wife's the one who brought it to my attention one day. She said, oh, yeah, these people at Sturt, uh, they made these T-shirts about the Richard Williams Band Club. But fan was pretty loose. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, yeah, we, anyway, we get the sarcasm. <laughs> yeah. okay. And uh, anyway, she was telling me this and I'm going, oh, I'm feeling guilt, guilt, guilt. And I just had to confess, yeah, I own one. <laughs> and, that's what I said. and I asked her then, I said, oh, I think Richard would sign mine because I still got it in the bottom, you know, it's a bit ragged now. But uh, he said, oh, sure he would. Because it was well worn, obviously. Oh, well yeah. Worn. yeah, we wore it well. But and no, but he is, but he's... No, you I mean, may get a chance for Richard to sign that. Apparently he <laughs> is uh, going to be a cricket umpire. Oh, good. I mean, and that's the sort of thing. Yeah. Like, and this is and this is a thing. Like, when you when you take bias to sport, whether it's kids or Sturt Footy Club or or whatever, you have a bias. And now, yeah. when, oh, when of course you, you do. And when you yeah, met yeah. Richard and uh, through cricket, I know it's a different sport, but through through cricket and the work that he did for the cricket club that he's associated with, he, he is a top bloke. He's the nicest bloke. Yeah, wouldn't he hurt a fly. <laughs> and he would wife. help everybody. Yeah. And here I am. Like, yeah. go back to the uh, uh, to the mound here. At, at Ungly Oval and uh, you go, uh, but I, the Oval, I guess one <laughs> of the things that the players don't really take into account as well is that the umpires and the referees, it's their Saturday and Sunday sport too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. You know, and you guys sure. understand cricket umpiring yeah. is perfect for that. You know, we're yeah. 22 yards away and we're seeing it from one point. Mm. Whatever happens, happens from one point. We make a decision from that point. We can't yeah. generally confer with our square leg umpire who may have a better idea than we do. Yeah. yeah. We make a decision uh, and we run with it. Mm. Yeah. Uh, but we own it as well. Yeah. And oh, I think of course that, you do. I think that's the real big key in officiating is that you own your decisions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, you, you live and die by them. You, oh, yeah. you have to. Well, I, yeah, I, yeah. I find in cricket particularly, uh, honesty pays the, yeah. the best policy. Correct. Yep. Yeah, I mean, if you make an error, and, you know, be brave enough to say, yeah, I think I may have got that wrong, yeah. this, but this is how I saw it at the time. I've yeah. made my decision. Maybe maybe sometimes the timing, you have to be careful with oh, for sure. how, how you put that across. For yep. sure. You don't want to go... Diving into that in the middle no. of the oval, no, 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 when all heats on. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I remember back in one of my early days, I gave, uh, I've caught a wide when a guy hit it, you know, and uh, yep. it was one of those things like the ball was well off the pitch, so I've, I'm going, you know, really early preparation. That's going to be a wide. But the batsman threw his bat at it and snicked it. I'm going, oh, now what do I do? I've already yeah. caught it wide, yeah, yeah. And uh, but actually, both sides they were brilliant because I just says, yeah, I think I got that one wrong, you know, and uh, you, you say it wrong, and did I did he get I was, caught. Hey? Oh, yeah, he was out. Oh. <laughs> so did you yeah. give it out or no. you called it a wide? Yeah. Wow. I stuck, I, again, I, I've learned Well done, there. Bruce. You well know, done. I've, I've stayed with my original decision, stayed with the original decision, stayed with the original decision, and now I realise that if it's happening now, I just go, yeah, I'm going to change my decision. Yeah, I'm See wrong. you later, bud. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, the batsman had the choice to walk as well, I True. suppose. But, yep. um, but that, that's the sort of thing. And... and and oh, I'll mention who I was umpiring with. I think it was Mick Aworth. I think I was yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, I think I was umpiring with Mick Aworth. Yep. And uh, I think he was trying to make me feel better. And he says, Bruce, I've got really good ears, but I don't think he hit it. Going, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so, Mick. I reckon he belted it. <laughs> I guess that could be Trying another. to make you feel better. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah and yeah. Mick was good in that regard. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Mick's a good bloke. Yeah. And that's another little byline on on a, top, a topic as well, is I found that blokes will walk when there's no official umpire but as soon as there's an official umpire no way the walking stops oh yeah straight away we're, um, we're, we're out there paid to do a job we yeah mm. got to take that on board you do yeah. absolutely yeah. yeah and again as long as and this is what i found over my journey with cricket umpiring if you're just saying here's all the information that i have at my disposal to make my decision mm-hmm. most captains i think accept that yep 
Mm. Um, yeah. I don't think I've been really hauled over the coals in cricket umpiring, or netball umpiring for that matter, but uh, that, that much. But mm. I do remember, it's funny, so some of my netball stories are really funny, so I mentioned the players' names, and a lot of the girls now, they weren't born. You know, one of my, i got a lot of couple, couple of questions. Am I allowed to mention names? Kathy? Yeah, go on. Yeah. Kathy Harvey, Catherine Harvey. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She's an Australian captain now. Yeah. I was a, a developing umpire. I had my B badge. I'm developing my umpiring to um, an A badge level. I was umpiring. It was a scratch match. It was a training match. Yeah. Anyway, first quarter, I made an incorrect call on a throw-in. A throw-in on a scratch match. And the two players involved, you know, Sarah Sutter and Catherine Harvey. Mm. And uh, they've just given it to me. Brr, I'm going, hmm, okay, fair enough. I didn't think much of it. Until the third quarter. Third quarter, Sarah was laughing about it, but Catherine was still hammering on this one decision on a row in. I mean, it (laughs) wasn't training. It it wasn't even a contact. It wasn't a serious infringement. It was a throw in. Mm. Anyway, Catherine Harvey was still uh, hammering on on this one decision. (laughs) But her brother, incidentally, was the lawyer at work. We were at work a couple of years back. I told him that story, and he apologised. I said, "Mate." You don't need to apologise. <laughs> yeah. But no, there again, I mean, there again, Catherine Harvey, she's an Australian captain, you know, commentator now. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, you know, so uh, truly a good, great Australian sports person. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, as you know, Bruce, that uh, you're on the Selection Not podcast with Shep and Tomo, mm-hmm. and we've got Tangles, our esteemed producer here with us. Yes. We know you as Dribbles as well. Do you have any other nicknames? Or have you earned a few other nicknames throughout the years? <laughs> I know all through schools I, I used to be called, oh, it started as knee high to a grasshopper. Uh, <laughs> then it was just grasshopper. Yeah, because uh, you are a bit vertically challenged. We all know oh, that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a bit lately. But, uh, and then it shortened to GH. So that all through school. You know, we never used to call, uh, we were the same class, you know, first year, second year, well, year eight, year nine, year ten. Yeah. We were the same class. And yep. no one used to address each other as their, their names. It was always nicknames. Yep. So, and Because uh, we knew each other so well. So it was always GH or Grasshopper. Yep. Um, but then now <laughs> it's just Stribs. Yep. Um, yeah, Stribs. Generally, yeah. Yeah. Depends. Depends who wants to call you something. <laughs> Bruce. <laughs> Bruce. <laughs> that can often be used as a derogatory yeah. term. But I mean, yeah, nicknames. They call I mean, me Bruce. I mean, even my niece and nephews, yep. they don't call me Uncle Bruce. It's Bruce. Yep. Yeah, yeah, same. same. Yeah. But uh, everyone takes the piss out of the Bruce anyway, don't they? Mm. So yeah, it's an Australian thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. So you just you live with that. That doesn't worry much. Yeah, anyway, I mean names and stuff. I generally don't worry about it anymore. I don't get yeah. you know upset. You just go, yeah, fair enough. Unfortunately, <laughs> I'm you know uh, I was always bored. I remember my, one of my first coaches always used to say to me, uh, "If you get hit, uh, never retaliate. You know, you'll get a chance to even the score." And unfortunately, when I try and even the score, I probably haven't got the tact. <laughs> to even the score Sometimes I regret And it comes out a bit blunt Yeah, yeah. Or I regret it later What yeah, I do yeah, say Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean yeah. I don't mean it That's the thing you, Sometimes And that's the hardest thing About um, maturing You know Is uh, You're realising And thinking about What you need to say mm. Yeah even as a ref You know Even yeah. as an umpire Yeah yeah, yeah. That. We, we have We have frustrating things out there and, and that's what I often say To the netball players In particular uh, and, and cricketers at times But certainly netball players I'm saying I can handle frustration. So if you fru- uh, say something in frustration, I can handle that. But yeah. if you make it personal, I can't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah, yeah. and, and, and if you carry on. Yeah. And if, they, and if they keep it going and keep it yeah. going and keep it going, yeah. it's like, and uh, that's enough. Yeah. 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 And you've got to let them know that that's yeah. enough. And yeah. yeah. But I think, yeah. I mean, the three of us here, I think we're in, in cricket, we're probably pretty experienced and, and captains know that. 
uh, and so they know you know what our limits are. But I've had a, I've had a few, and I won't mention names obviously, but I've had a few where they were going at me. And I've just had the hand up going, whoa. Yeah. And uh, all of a sudden you see them stopping the track, turn around. Yeah. And off yeah, because they, they know they've stepped, oh, nearly gone yeah. over that line. Yeah, yeah. but I mean, yeah. I mean, I think one of the more recent reports that I've made in, in cricket, you know, the guy was personal because he's used my name. Mm-hmm. So it was personal. And when he caught three games, you know. Yeah, right. So making it personal. And he continued to tell us a bit of the story. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, what can you do? Yeah, you we don't want to. I mean, no, this thing, we don't want to report. And no. same as netball. You know, netball's got great discipline part in the rule book now. Uh, it's stipulated what you need to do. It never used to be there. It always used to be the umpire's discretion. Now oh. it's written. It's it's great. Yeah. And we don't want to use it, but we can say, hey, mate, yeah. you know, you've, yeah. you've driven me to it. Yeah. And it's like, it's, it, eventually it's like a, like soccer and stuff where you can just go, yep, yeah, you've got two minutes on the sideline. You've been yeah. carded. You know? yep. You've been suspended. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I, I guess from my perspective, I like to solve it on the field. Oh, if we can. If you can solve it on the field, yeah. solve it on the field. But if it's got to come off the field and we'll talk about it on Wednesday, we're talking about it on Wednesday. Yeah, yeah. correct. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's a good way to look at it. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah, I, I know. I'm, I'm just going back years now where I shouldn't really talk about the incident in case he's listening. <laughs> no, it's fine. Go oh, on. Where a batsman, where a batsman's run out and well, a metre and a half run out. Like it wasn't even close really. I had Put, oh, I've been mean, Gary Putlin next to me and he's going, whoa, shit. Because he's turned, this batsman's turned and run at me with the bat above his head. And I was going, and totally out of character. Yeah, right. Absolutely totally out of character. I'm going, wow. oh, shit. Whoa. So anyway, um, uh, he's in the book, obviously. obviously. In, fact, in fact, it was it's funny because in this game, he, he was a fast bowler, but all three fast bowlers run report out of this game. Yeah, so, right. Anyway, I'm going, wow, wow, wow. Anyway, I wrote wrote the report that he didn't in the report, and I wouldn't do this now, but I wrote the report a bit softer than it was. But, you know, batsman running at me with a bat above his head, you know. It's hard later. to soften <laughs> that, Bruce. Yeah, it is hard oh, to soften Oh, I didn't talk that. about the bat above his head. Oh. <laughs> <Chasing> <laughs> <me>. <laughs> you did soften it then. Yeah, but the, 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 the instant, well, but when you get bound to it, uh, I got to the Adelaide Oval, because back in those days, everyone went to tribunal. Yep. So at the Adelaide Oval, I drove into the Adelaide Oval and parked my car, and he's sitting on the steps. Yep. And I'm going, uh-oh, <laughs> here we go again. Yeah, you'd be round two here. But no, I got out of the court and he was mild-mannered and he said, oh, we'll let it park in here. And I said, well, I generally do for tribunals. Yeah. Yeah. Not that I had that many. <laughs> but I don't <laughs> want to make sure I'm the reporting uh, umpire. But yeah, he said, and we were just talking peacefully things. He knew, you know, knew what happened and sort of stuff. And I think he got suspended, but I think it was, no, he got he missed a game, but I think it was suspended, something like that. Right, but, yeah. Uh, but again, nature of the report and the na- nature of the relationship between yeah. umpire and player because it was mm. a t- totally, and I'll tell you later who the bloke was, yeah. but um, totally out of character. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. But I wouldn't do that now. That's yeah. so anyone who is listening, yeah. uh, don't be fooled. I wouldn't be doing that. Now sharpen it's just the putting pencil. it on the fact. We, yeah. We've got to report the incidents. Well, yeah. If we go that far, we've got to report the incidents. And, yeah. and I suppose and I suppose what we have to take into account now is that everything's getting filmed. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're always yeah, being yeah. watched true. by someone true. somewhere. Yep. And a player will come back and go, well, hang on, why are you reporting me for that when last week you let this guy get away with this? And yeah. 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 And the other thing, too, and, yeah. is you know um, we're coaching umpires, too, that we've got to report the incident. Yes. And all aspects yeah, of the yeah. incident, not the player. Yeah, it's the not incident. the player. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 The incident, uh, because if it doesn't get nipped in the bud in one week, someone else has got to deal with it the following week. Yeah, correct. Yeah. 
Um, Correct. Absolutely true. And and as I say, Adelaide's a small part. The whatever happens will get round pretty quick. Yeah, yeah. Adelaide. <laughs> Absolutely. As, as I had a couple of phone calls from a coach years ago, numerous times one season. Well, this happened, and and the coach uh, quoted the incident. Word perfect, yeah, absolutely word perfect. Why didn't you report? Oh, we had a chat to the guy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there was other reasons, but yeah, yeah, yeah. That was that, that, man, that was good. That's just good communication from the yeah. coach. Yeah, uh, and and certainly a learning for me in our umpiring. Mm. So, what is coming up in? Just to change the subject a bit, get oh, off. Let's get back on the netball, um, mate. Yeah, 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 back on the netball. <laughs> yes. What is what is coming up in in netball? Bruce? Yeah, okay. Well, and what's the Who's to watch out for in the competition? Yeah, well, just stuff. just one incident, uh, one uh, uh, change. Like this week was our supposed to be the state under seventeens and under nineteens playing their underage national championships in Hobart, but oh, obviously, obviously uh, that that got canned yep. just as last year's got canned. But uh, the South Australian under seventeens, uh, they've won the last four championships. Um, so that's a sensational effort from, yeah. from some yeah. of those guys, and some of those guys have started getting into. Uh, the the high competition, the Suncorp. Oh, will that mention names? Suncorp yeah, competition. Yeah, of course you <laughs> yeah, are. Yeah, yeah. They, uh, don't, and they our, don't pay for it, so I guess it's for yeah, freebie. Then, yeah, yeah. Our under nineteens, they won the last ones in two thousand nineteen. Yep. Uh, they won that, so yeah, we haven't been able to defend uh, those competitions. The Premier League competition, we got our perennial teams with the contacts and matrix. Yeah, yep. Um, they look like they may play it off again. Certainly in the Premier League, the top four I'm suggesting is uh, set. There's only three games to go, uh, and oh, the fifth wow. team it's is five close. points away. Yeah, yeah. Semi-finals sixth of August, prelim finals the thirteenth of August, the grand final the twentieth of August. So, yep, certainly come out and uh, tickets through Ticketmaster, uh, yep. and come out <laughs> and uh, uh, watch any of those three weeks. Um, but the uh, reserves uh, division, yeah, it's a bit closer. The the uh, fifth team is on. Oh no, the fifth team is on equal points to the fourth team. So yeah, that's still to be decided. Oh, that's good. Um, so that's in the Premier League, and then when you talk about the the next competition down, the Adelaide Metropolitan Competition on a Saturday, oh, they're in the top three. So the AMD League te- uh, grade, you know, Matrix and Contacts are there, but also Walkerville, which is. Uh, uh, it's probably a, be a great story for you guys to get onto is the Walkerville Netball Club. Yep. I think yeah. a lot of the girls on Saturdays used to come out and watch boyfriends yep. uh, play yeah. footy and they just watch the footy. Yeah. So they've organised uh, to participate netball. And now, as they say, they're pushing. They're, they've got, they're a very successful club. Uh, they're pushing hard in all these divisions. And as I say, they're second, equal, on, equal with contacts, um, three percentage points behind, but equal on 20 points, only with the one loss each, with contact. So Walkerville would be a team to look out. And I'd say that would be yeah, yeah, yeah. an example story. of the yeah, yeah. netball club. Yep. Uh, in A grade, they're sitting fourth. And, uh, yeah, yeah that, that was a pretty fair team when we played those. Yep. I uh, go to the into ones, so we're talking about the 17-year-olds. Yeah. No, but I'd say, unfortunately, that's a, that's a slip of the tongue there. But, yeah, but, again, contact matrics are up there. Uh, but then you got Metro Jets and Oakdale, so uh, yeah. yeah, again, Metro Jets is probably another team that we could yep. uh, you could talk about uh, from the western suburbs. Yeah, uh, I think the president is still Rachel McLeod, so okay. uh, Andrew McLeod's. Oh, yep. so, yep. yeah, yep. so okay. there's there's another avenue we could talk about how uh, sure. she has uh, put a destination for Metro Jets. You look at the junior ones, the fifteen year olds. You got con- contacts Oakdale and Matrix and Garvel. Well, they are Garvel used to be a. a 
uh, another team that was up there back in the was that the eighties and nineties? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fight it's between contacts and Garvel. Oh, yeah, they yeah. were sensational games mm. in netball. And that's what it is. It's one thing that annoys me when you go to the footy and they're saying you play like netball. Oh, they don't understand. No. Netball is a highly physical game. Yeah, yeah. And and you know you're allowed to you're allowed to bump. You're allowed to yep. do this, but you're not allowed to interfere. The yeah, word yeah, we do yeah. when we umpire is interfere. Yeah. Interfere with what you're doing to your opponent. Yeah. It's an infringement. However, it is highly physical. I played uh, mixed netball indoors when I was playing a lot of indoor cricket, and oh, it was brutal. Mm. I, I, you know, <laughs> hard, I'm, a, I'm a big yeah. guy, and the the umpire said to me in a in a ball up, it's a ball up where you kind of have both players have the ball, and then the umpire comes in and throws the ball up. Yeah, and I we, got told we, we we tried not to have toss ups in netball if we can help it. Okay, it's in the rule book, but in right. my rule book, I've crossed it out. Okay, <laughs> so yeah, right. we don't have. Well, this is going we back can. a few years. Oh, yeah, okay, when I was fit enough to play it, but they said, Mick, you got to be careful here, right? Just just be you know a bit casual. And I'm like, okay, I don't want to you know hurt anybody, but she blew the whistle, ball went up. By the time I reacted, it was gone. <laughs> they were gone. <laughs> I was standing there thinking, yeah. what just happened? <laughs> and yeah, <I'm laughs> why did I need to back yeah, off? I didn't yeah. need to What do about that? them backing off? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and that's one, the one thing yeah. mixed that I, well, I don't, I'm not a big fan of uh, mixed netball, but um, I remember a, a game I umpired, a grand final at Ungar yep. High School one day, and I knew all the girls in this side. Yep. I didn't know the guys at all. And uh, the girls were saying, oh, Bruce, they're talking away. Anyway, the game starts, and they had yep. this one guy who thought he knew everything. I've, I've given him numerous chances. But by quarter time, he was sitting on the pine. Yeah. And the girls are just going, yeah, we knew it was coming. (laughs) It's an education. And that's the sort of thing, you know, umpires or or referees, it's a a communication process. It's an education. I gave him plenty of opportunity. But he was was just a hero. Yeah, yeah. um, Mm. He was one of this sort of stuff. But in mixed, I see I've I've had just as much problem with girls in mixed netball. You know, they think they can get away with stuff. Yep. um, But they... You think, oh, you've got to settle down. It's an education here because the guys have generally not no much idea. idea. Oh, I'd agree so with they're that. either they're either no footballers idea. or they mm. don't have any idea, and yeah. they don't want to hurt, don't want yeah. to hurt anyone. I don't know, so, yeah, no. yeah, but uh, yeah. yeah, not a big fan there. But yeah, that, they're the fans. But the only other thing, like the other thing that we could promote or love to promote, is the country championships. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, in June, long weekend each year, we have the country uh, championships where teams all over the state come and play. Uh, here and and where about yeah Nipple SA Stadium Nipple <laughs> <Yeah>. SA <laughs> Stadium okay yeah yeah um, yeah I get told that things but yeah you get this sort of stuff and again you get teams from you know down the southeast uh, Broxby Downs Broken Hill Sejuna Far West I think they're called now but yeah, yeah and it's fantastic and uh, it's a great competition again we yep. we develop our umpires on that and the successful umpires get the opportunity to umpire the grand finals it's usually a sensational weekend yep yeah. Uh, and that's yeah. what it's all about. You you play your regular competition games, and then you have the big country championships, oh, yeah. and get together, yeah. and mm. most of the excitement as, happens after five as o'clock. A, as a lot of the those things you'll hear in my wrap up that a lot of the football associations are having a week off this week, and yep, the, mm. those games are being played. Yeah. Yep, yeah, for sure. Shall we move into that we at the moment? Yes, yes, we got to move yes. on. And Bruce, if you feel during the podcast that you can add something mate chip in chip yeah, in well, yeah for sure yeah, yeah we're happy to have you i think most people know that i'm uh, pretty passionate about the teams and <laughs> absolutely I, i'm just looking out the window now and the lights at only oval are still on which means the double blues are still training hard <laughs> <laughs> 
Good to hear, good to hear. Well, the first one we'll um, look at this week is the River Murray Football League. And this uh, is the Google Podcasts footy wrap-up. Oh, the Google Podcast footy wrap-up. Yes, Sorry, yes. I missed that. Sorry. Um, yeah, so, yeah, when you're trying to find out where to listen to us, that's one of the ones you can go through. That's it. So in the River Murray, we've got um, Tail and Bend and Jervoice are at the top, and then you got Manum on eight wins. Uh, they're, they've both got 11 wins out of 12 games, so they're um, sitting up the top there. And Manum... A third with eight wins, and the the Imperials are then fourth with six wins. Now, last week, Jervois played the Imperials and beat them pretty convincingly, nine goals. Josh Scott, again, had a day out, kicked four. And then we had Manham, who were third, playing the Ramblers, who were fifth, and they won pretty convincingly by six goal. And Tail and Bend, the top of the table, Tail and Bend played... The bottom of the table, Meningi, and I'm afraid it was 24-20 to 2-2. So Meningi got their asses absolutely handed to them. And there were 11 goal scorers from Tail and Bend, so they shared it all around. I think wow. the top goal scorer was four, and yeah, and right. then it was pretty even across the board. So I guess that makes it really hard to defend. Yeah. You know, when yeah. if you've got one target, <coughs> you can defend that, but yeah. if you're getting goal scorers from they everywhere... They definitely shared it about. I think they probably... Did share it about because mm. they were probably had it all over Meningi. But the big news in the River Murray Football League this week, oh, sorry, next week when they come back, mm-hmm. is um, Jervois are playing tail and bend at Jervois. So um, I would imagine the Jervois boys would be looking to secure top spot there with a win over tail and bend. So that'll be good. Um, we might talk more about that next week. Yep. I might try and get the inside word from my... Yes. Um, my nephew Tate Silverlock, who coaches Jervois. Yep. Um, and the Oval, I reckon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Jervois might like a nice dry right, deck, okay. I reckon. Yes. Um, uh, if they if they move anything like my uh, nephew, yeah, true. Pretty quick across the ground. So, yeah. So we'll talk more about that next week. Now, the what's been happening in Hills Footy is, and we've got a announcement too with well, regards to Hills Footy. We have got an announcement, but we can we just go through yes, the Hills Divi 1 first yeah, yeah, and then we'll yeah. talk about yeah. the the announcement for yeah. next week. I'm just excited. It's bursting out of me. I know. I, just, I am as well, wait. mate. I am as well. Now, in Hills Div 1 um, last weekend, we had the local derby that hasn't happened for a while because Bridgie have been playing in the Country League. Mount Lofty played Bridgie at Mount Lofty. Um, I went down and had a bit of a look because um, my local side, Iron Bank, um, they have combined with the uh, Bridgewater boys for the junior competition, and they're called the Iron Raiders, and um, they were playing against the Mount Lofty juniors in the morning, so I went down with the dog, took the dog for a walk, nice down to the local footy to have a bit of a look, and of course, there's controversy at the end of a game, isn't there? <laughs> 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 Just I don't know what it is about when you when you umpire sport and people know you're an um and know you as an umpire. There's always something that happens, and they want to get your opinion, your yes. feedback on it. And also now that you're a podcast celebrity, going to watch the well, people play, they know. I suppose you know. I suppose. We were, well, that's so, part of what we're out there doing is going out and watching yeah, the sport. Yeah. So we had um like in the under 16s, um, it was a really close game all game. Yep. Mount, Mount Lofty were just behind, and they were coming down the hill at Mount Lofty, and if anyone knows Mount Lofty Oval, it is a hill, and mm-hmm. it's a big advantage to be coming down the hill in the last quarter. 
and they were, I think, four points down, uh, or maybe two points down, I think. Um, the Iron Raiders were hanging on to their slender, going up the hill and pushing really hard, but Mount Lofty just were attacking, attacking, attacking. And one of my mates who I played cricket with, Coco Clements, I can mention him, I don't <laughs> I don't think he'll mind being mentioned because there was definitely nothing wrong on his behalf. He was goal umpiring, and um, another mate who I who um, I played well not cricket with but footy against um, Bruce Dawes was um, umpiring, and he's a he's a he was a footy league official umpire. He was he was centre umpiring, and there was a kick out of a pack from a Mount Lofty boy, and. All the Iron Raiders boys reckon they all touched it. I couldn't hear anything standing off the field. They reckon they touched it, and the ball goes through the goals. Coco's there, goal umpiring, going, well, I, ha- I, I, I don't know if I've heard anything or not. So he has to go to the central umpire, and Bruce didn't hear anything from where he was, so he's given the all clear. So Paul had to signal a goal for Mount Lofty. And then, and, boom. And then... The siren goes, and oh. then there was controversy that the siren had gone before the kick happened, but Bruce didn't hear it, and oh my goodness, oh. it was all on for young and old, but anyway, I think being there on the sideline, and the Iron Raiders boys probably won't like me saying this, but I think that everything happened the way it should have happened, and Bruce, if he doesn't hear the siren, he can't call yep. the end of the game. And Absolutely. That's, and that's when the game finishes, yep. when the central umpire hears the siren go. Yep. So it's not when that's it actually snipple, goes. It? It's when he blows his whistle, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. So the whistle ends the game. Yeah, yeah. correct. So, yeah, not, not the siren, it's yeah. the whistle that ends yeah. the game. Yeah, correct. And that happened in AFL a couple of years ago, yeah. didn't it? Yeah. The siren yeah. went, but nobody heard it. Yeah, yeah. correct, yeah. correct. And they didn't know what to do. No. Because there's all this footage too, and... It? Yeah. The result of the game. I think we've got... Changed, didn't it, during the week? I think one? it might have, yeah, actually. Yeah, yeah. It did. It yeah because of the technology, yeah. they can yeah. change it yeah. because they knew it was wrong. Yeah. But in this instance, I think everything was done the way it should have been done. It was, just, it was just bad luck for yeah. that the Iron Raiders boys didn't get the points. Yeah. But anyway, bad luck. Get, getting back to the Div 1, yep. the A grade, um, Mount Lofty took care of Bridgie by six goals. Onkers had Loby come and visit them, and Loby... Beat them by 15 goals. Loby are sitting second. And Onkers are just off the pace at sixth. So, And then you've got Harndorf played lowly. Harndorf top of the table. Mount Barker down the bottom. Was that a points spree? Well, no. 19-22 to 4-4 at okay. Harndorf. But mm. then again, the ovals up there are pretty wet at the moment. So, yep. yeah, it was probably a pretty good win. Blackwood got back in the winning Winning uh, margins, but they beat uh, Nambema by two goals. So Blackwood cemented their spot at fourth. And Uradla 19-10 defeated Achunga 7-1. Achunga started off the year full of promise and they're just dropping off just a little. So um, a shout out to the boys at Achunga there. I'm sure they'll rally around and get back to it. Yep. Now what we were talking about before our big announcement mm. is next week there is the... Iron Bank are having a opening of their new change rooms 
And I reckon all visiting sides will be pretty happy to hear about this, didn't they? Because <laughs> well, the <laughs> did they connect the hot water up to the visiting showers? <laughs> yeah, they were. Yeah. Well, sometimes, sometimes <laughs> that didn't not. happen because the visiting showers were in a shed. And, yeah, so I, I'm pretty sure all no, the visiting sides to Iron Bank will be really happy about this nice. happening. Hot water. As well. And the Iron Bank community is really, really happy about it. They're having a club day next Saturday on the 17th. And next Thursday night is the big one. Is the big one. We're doing selection night with Shep and Tomo from Iron Bank Change Rooms. A live outside broadcast. Yeah, in inside the change rooms. They have Thursday night teas there, so it will be going off and we're going to get amongst the atmosphere. We'll be um, Facebooking live, Tangles. And, Facebooking and, live. Yeah, and, and doing probably it this yeah. is the first time all the Iron Bank community are hearing about this. I have rang Brandon Chaplin, the president there. So we've got and the sign-off. <laughs> we've got the sign-off and he said we can do it. So so we're really looking forward to getting up amongst uh, the Iron Bank people up there and promoting their club day on, on the 17th of July. Absolutely. But looking at the results from last weekend, Iron Bank will be looking to reverse the result that they had last weekend because they lost by a um, couple of goals, three goals to Meadows. They were playing at home. So um, they'll be looking to bounce back. I don't know who they've got next weekend. I haven't looked at those games. But the the big news in the competition over the weekend, Kersbrook and Kangarilla clashed, which were the two top of the tables, both on eight wins and three losses. And Kersbrook got the points by a couple of goals. So well done to the Kersbrook boys at home. Got over the line against Kangi. Kangi were top. So, uh, well, Kangi still remain top even though Kersbrook beat them, but they've come level. And Gummeraka ventured to Birdwood and took care of the home side by six, six, seven goals. So took care of it pretty easy. And the Mackie boys had another win over Torrens Valley, but really tightly contested. Torrens Valley have been getting absolutely pummeled down the bottom and they only lost by one goal 10 to um, Mackie at home so that would have been a, a pretty good effort from yeah, the yeah. Times Valley boys yep. to get that close so and well it's good done. that they're not dropping their heads and letting the season yeah, yeah. run out they're still yeah. competing which is good yeah that's it so yep. um, yeah so it'll be looking forward to getting to Iron Bank next Thursday night yes um, but the last the last wrap up of uh, the Amateur League. Look, we we me and Mick have been doing a bit of uh, research online when we were in the bubble. We have. <laughs> and and your Amateur League is pretty well covered by a couple of podcasts. Yep. Um, so I'll run through what's happening there at the moment, but we may not be touching on the Amateur League from now on, so sorry about that. But a big shout-out to our first guest of the year, which Liam was Verity. Liam Verity, who kicked three and gotten the best players again, again. last week. He's been he's been killing it, and um, he's uh, third on the goal scoring list as third well. Third on the overall goal so scoring, he's so racking he's, them up. He is doing well. Yep. So what's happening in amateurs? Uh, what happened in la- last week? Um, Goody Saints have been absolutely belting it at the moment. They're sitting third, and they played St Peter's, who are sitting sixth, and they uh, gave them gave them a me- gave them a lesson by about seven goals. So. They took care of them pretty easy, and the bottom of the table clashed between Uni and Jets. Uni ended up getting the points by a couple of goals. Uni won't probably won't mind me 
like me saying that, they are sitting seventh, so they're not really bottom of the table. But the Jets, good showing, only lost by a couple. Prince Alfred played Ross Trevor. Now, Ross Trevor are sitting fourth at the moment, but their results have not been good of late. Mm. And Prince Alfred College, who are top... A mid-season um, slump. Yeah, yeah, PAOC, uh, they... Took care of them by eight goals, so yeah, um, right. a big win for PAC there, who have who had a couple of just nail biting wins mm. leading in, so so they would have been pretty happy to have a convincing win over Ross Trevor there, and Paynham took care of Brighton. Now we we touched on Brighton, the old coach from PAC yes, went to Brighton, and did. they were looking all right at the beginning of the year, but they they've dropped down to second bottom. That's a um, massive slump. Yeah, because Paynham, Paynham um, took care of them by seven goals again yep. last week. Paynham a second. And Tea Tree Gully still uh, got another win yep. um, by six goals over Port Districts. Port Districts are just above Brighton. And Tea Tree Gully are sitting fifth at the moment on six wins, six losses. So this week we've got um, the match of the round um, would probably be St. Peter's Tea Tree Gully. Um, who are fifth and sixth, so both of them will be looking to get another game. Tea Tree Gully will be looking to put another game between them and St. Peter's. Yep. And also, Ross Trevor play Goody, but Ross Trevor, just they need to bring their A game against Goody because Goody have been on fire and Ross Trevor have not been playing well for fourth. And if Ross Trevor lose this week against Goody, Tea Tree Gully win, they can, they can take their fourth spot off them. So. Yep. A bit and to play yeah. for in the amateur league. So Tetra Gully have been making steady progress. Yeah, they have. Mm. They have. So they'll be looking for a win against St. Peter's at Spock. And um, Goody will look to be giving Ross Trevor another lesson. Nice. Yeah, so that's about all from the footy wrap. That, that rounds up the Google podcast footy wrap. <laughs> um, Thanks, Shep. No worries. And we move on to the Rebel Sport segment with uh, the legend of the year. So we... Um, Love to promote a good story um, here at the Selection Night with Shep and Tomo. And the type of character that we're looking to uh, to promote um, is the type of character that I'm going to have a quick chat about now, Barry Howard. I've known Barry for, uh, well, let's say for 35 years or so. I have been living in Adelaide for, for 25 of those years. So he was very, very instrumental in my youth as a as a young budding sportsman um i first uh, came across barry at narara wyoming cricket club where i played all my junior cricket and uh he was one of the senior stalwarts i think he was president of the club at the time when i was coming through the ranks and when i made my senior debut i i made my senior debut when i was still eligible to play junior cricket and yep. we ended up winning the premiership that year. Oh, and uh, nice. yes, it was um, it was quite a big quite a big night back at the back at the pub. Yeah, for and, sure. And uh, I I remember um, Barry was there giving the update to the whole club, and he knew all the players, all the players' names, their nicknames, what they'd done during the games, and the Narara Wyoming Cricket Club was the Lions, right? And he also is so he's a life member of Narara Wyoming Cricket Club. Right. He's stayed involved throughout the years now. He's nearly I think he's about seventy eight now. Wow, he's and still involved. Still involved. Oh, that's awesome. Yep. So he 
it's not as involved as he once was. Oh, no. Um, but he keeps an eye on progression and, and <laughs> how things are tracking and, and knows knows the score. Yeah. Um, and he also had a massive hand in building the Lions Baseball Club, which is a winter baseball club on the Central Coast. And they were, obviously, the Lions. So there was an association yeah, yeah. there with the cricket club too. And he built the Lions Baseball Club by dragging cricketers across to play baseball in the winter. So that that's how I got involved in the Lions Baseball oh, Club too. Okay. And it was very, very strong when I was there. Um, I've still got a framed picture of us winning the premiership uh, and there's the team. I was a catcher, obviously. You know, you're a wicket keeper, you're a catcher. It's <laughs> goalkeeper, yeah. you know, that's the role that you play. Natural progression. Yes. So <laughs> here's me. I've got my lions ripped off because of the catcher's mask and there's about six or seven different trophies in front of us. Um, we won everything. It was great. But back at the club, Barry would basically lead the team, the club song. He was the club song man, yeah. right? And so he would ask the club, "Do I hear a lion's roar?" And the entire whole pub would roar, oh, roar, yeah. and it was <laughs> just a magic feeling. Just thinking about it now is giving me goosebumps. Yeah. So I had a chat with Barry tonight. Um, gave him a bit of a heads up on how the podcast works and uh, what we'll be having a chat. So hopefully, I'll have him on the show in a couple of weeks for. a... 10-minute chat. Oh, that'd be great. And um, basically get the word out there about who club legends are, what it means to the clubs. Yep. Because we all play sport to get away from reality, but it's the club legends that make the clubs tick yeah, and so roll over and, and get in there build and the nominate your legend. in the clubs. Absolutely. And just a shout-out to Iron Bank. Yep. If the legends that are there, and there are a number of legends at Iron Bank, Iron Bank Cherry Gardens Football Club yep, and Netball Club and um, the Scott Creek Iron Bank Cricket Club that all play out of there. We'll see if we and, can and sneak the, a few in to And chat. the Iron Bank Tennis Club as well. Yep. They, they're all affiliated there at the rec ground. So, yep. um, look, there's there's legends amongst you. Look, shout out, shout out to them next week when we're there. Make sure that you get around your legends. Yeah. Because, you know, without the club legends, the clubs dissolve... Yeah, the, you know, people don't stay around. That's what makes that's they're the heartbeat of the club. That's it, you know, and they they give a club character. Yeah, that's what right. I reckon. Anyway, that's it. You got to get around them. I agree, yep. mate. I agree. Totally. All right, we should move on to the Spotify soccer ra- wrap up. The Spotify soccer wrap up. Yes. Wow. Yep. So we're getting into the heavy hitters now. We are. Um. So I'll I'll, I'll start with the women, the state league women. On the weekend, it was the National Premier League and the State League Cup round, quarterfinals. Wow. And I went and watched Modbury Vista play the Adelaide Comets. Modbury Vista are sitting first in the State League comp, and there's, they've got about a game in hand, killing it. Um, they've got about four or five more goals than second place and are very competitive. They played the Adelaide Comets, who were sitting middle of the table in the National Premier League. So there's the National Premier League, then the Reserves, and then the State League. Quality team. And it was a tough game. And as I was watching there, the, the most of the game was in the Modbury Vista half. Yep. No, so they were pushing to they score. Were, they were, they were, no, they were defending. defending. Oh, they were defending. Yeah, absolutely. Sorry. Yep. 
soccer on, on yep. another soccer. Yeah, yeah. So they the the Comets had a really skillful midfield and they had plenty of time in the ball and they were only one up at half time. Wow. And I thought and they were running downhill, so there's a bit of a slope at Modra Vista as well. Okay. And with the wet weather around, it's a synthetic pitch, so it goes it will it's drift. slick yeah, and, yeah. and very yeah. very fast across the surface. And tailor made for the comets. And Jets uh not Jets, the the Vista girls only being one down at half time did really, really well. Turning it around, um they got to I think it was about nearly 10 minutes to go before full-time, and there was a bit of a hint of a handball in the box. So, penalty, and I'm like, oh, the girls have done so well. Penalty goes, ball in the back of the net, and bugger, just 2-0 down against a quality side. It's so hard to get back from there. And then a minute or two to go, free kick just outside the box. Another goal with a free three. kick. So 3-0 three three nil nil. they lost. But for a team playing basically two levels up, it was a fantastic and performance. 1-0. 1-0 at half time. Just so the Comets got through um, to the finals or the semi-finals. Um, and so this week coming up, so just to keep it back into the State League, uh, Modbury Jets are playing West Torrens Bacala and... That's uh, a victory there to West Torrens at Modbury Jets. So Modbury Jets is another synthetic ground at Modbury, and that'll be uh, it'll be good to watch. Uh, Flinders Flames are hosting Modbury Vista, um, and that will be that'll be a reasonable game. They didn't play not that long ago, and it was only one or two goals difference. So good game. Flinders girls will be looking to to have a good performance against Modbury, who are coming off that loss. Uh, White City are playing Cove, um, and Cove are struggling a little bit, um, but it's they're playing White City. Uh, White so City, where are they from? They're, um, where are they based? I think they're... Um, oh, just outside the city? Have just I got outside you? the city, you've got me, <laughs> I reckon. But, um, yeah, I think they're... Well, they're, um, they're hosting. Yeah. And they are... Frank Mitchell, Frank Mitchell Park. That's their home ground. Yeah. Um, but that's going to be a bottom of the table clash. Mo- both teams will be expecting a win there. Adelaide Jaguars are playing South Adelaide. So South Adelaide are sitting third and they will be looking to get points there too. Um, Sorry to throw you in at there, Mick. That's okay. Um, sink or swim here. <laughs> I may have sank just a little bit. No, not at all, mate. Not at all. Never. Um, and now introducing the Saturday, the Sassel Saturday Division One. Yep. Um, and I went down to watch the Modbury Jets playing um, uh, Murray Bridge. So that's just down the road from me, and it, that's on a grass pitch. With all the rain that we've had, the pitch was pretty waterlogged, and I was pleasantly surprised at the quality of the game. The boys moved the ball around. They yep. dribbled, they passed, they they jagged left and jagged right, and Modbury Jets beat Murray Bridge 5 0. Wow. Big it win. was a classy performance and really surprised at how well they handled the really poor conditions. Yeah. It's it's a decent pitch, but um 
the the wet weather made yeah. it really difficult. Um, and this weekend coming up, um, Bosa are playing MA Hawks, which is sixth versus seventh. Um, and this is all Saturday Division One, um, and that'll be pretty much a close to a draw there. Um, then Old Ignatians are hosting Adelaide Titans, which is fourth versus fifth, so another tight game. Um, so the, both of those games will be good to watch. Uh, Murray Bridge will be taking on USC Lions. Uh, Murray Bridge, after coming off that loss at Modbury Jets, I think will succumb again to the UCS Lions, who are sitting third. Uh, Adelaide Red Blue Eagles are playing St. Peter's, and that's second versus eighth. So Adelaide Red Eagles will get the job done there. And Salisbury Villa are hosting Modbury Jets, and Mobbury Jets are uh, on fire. They've um, played 10-1-8 with one loss and one draw. And Salisbury are sitting bottom of the table with no wins at all. So that'll be a goal difference game there. Um, now, quickly we'll touch on the uh, Elizabethan Districts uh, competition. This weekend coming up, uh, it's the Cup Round so it's cup round two, second round in the cup. And in the Colts division, there's two divisions in the Colts. And so there's a few interesting games coming up. So the game of the round for me is Modbury Vista Blue versus One Tree Hill. So that's the Modbury Vista team is sitting on top of Division 1 and One Tree Hill are sitting on top of Division 2. So okay. one of them are going out. Um, yeah. My money's on Mowbray Vista. <laughs> St. Augustine's. No bias no there. No bias there. No bias well, there Well, I've played One Tree Hill. Yeah. And I train with Mowbray Vista. Um, and no bias, but I think the quality of the players in Mowbray Vista will match evenly with the exuberance of One Tree Hill. Okay. Um, and the quality will overrun yeah. their exuberance, I yeah. think. Uh, St. Augustine's are playing Tea Tree Gully Wanderers. So that's another second versus second. So um, St. Augustine's are second on the Div 1 table and Tea Tree Gully Wanderers are sitting second in Div 2. St. Augustine's are a quality team. I watched them on the weekend playing Parafield Gardens um, and they, they lost to Parafield Gardens and they're going to be looking to come back for a win. They've um, got a boy, and I say a boy lightly, he would be six foot four, six foot five, an African boy who would be 105 kilograms. He's a huge, yeah. huge man yeah. and brisk. He yeah. um, is a good quality player. And he plays for St. Augustine's and one to look out for, I think. Yeah, He's got sure. a future. Absolutely. Big, strong boy. Um, and, <laughs> and and the rest of the games, I think, are going to be quite even. Teacher Gully Rovers are playing Teacher Gully Strikers, two Teacher Gully teams in Div 1. Um, they had an interesting game on the weekend. They played each other last weekend. I think there was a red card. And I think there was a fisty cuff, oh, bit wow. of a violence, bit of nastiness, bit of nastiness, going on. Bit of intra-club rivalry. Oh wow! I think there could have been some words said, and <laughs> the boys got a bit over the top. Good um, fun. It is good fun. I'm, I'm kind of 
a bit disappointed I'm not out there watching that one. <laughs> but there, but it's going to be the stakes are going to be higher this weekend yeah. because whoever loses is out of the cup. So, oh really? Yeah, yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. So last okay. weekend was a round game. Yeah. yeah. Oh, this weekend okay. is the cup. Oh wow. Yep. Um, Parafield Gardens are playing Modbury Vista White. So Parafield Gardens are for fourth in Div One. Modbury Vista White are sitting third in Div Two. So that's a <clears throat> mm. that's a tight one. Parahills United are playing Parahills West. Parahills United will get the job done there. I would expect they're in Division One, and Parahills West are in Division Two, sitting down the bottom. Of the ladder, and Teacher Gully United are playing Elizabeth Downs, both Division Two teams, and um, I would expect Teacher Gully to win that one. Yeah. Now, what we do need to quickly touch upon is the SANFL Inclusive League. Um, well, I think we're going to start to have a have a look at that. That's a five-team competition played on Saturdays. The Saturday just gone, we had Eastern Park play Christie's Beach with Eastern Park. Uh, 13-13, 91, beating Christie's Beach 2-2-14. So we're talking AFL here? Yeah. Yep. 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 Uh, Kenilworth played Salisbury, 6-4-40 to 3-1-19. And the Goody Saints had the bye. Um, this weekend, they're having the round off, but there's a, uh, um, a, 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 I guess, how would you say it? There's an ex- exhibition game this weekend at Woodville Oval. Oh, wow. Yeah, so if you can get along, it's after the main game. Yep. So I think it kicks off at 4.30. Um, it'll be, uh, yeah, an exhibition game. It's going to be broadcast live on Facebook, and uh, I'll be there commentating. You're commentating. Yes. You have put your yes, hand up, Yes, I mate. did put well my done. hand up. Excellent. <clears throat> I'll be giving some, let's say, special comments. I think I'll be potentially a boundary rider or... Or lending an assistant to the main main commentator. So, <laughs> and just explain about the yep. inclusivity <clears throat> footy. What, what? So it's intellectual disability. Okay, and yep. I think obviously there's differing uh, levels of disability in, yep. in the teams. Um, but this exhibition game is a selection of players from the oh the, from the, the whole different five teams. Clubs. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Wow. So it'll be a really good day, I yeah, think, yeah. because hopefully. There'll be a crowd there for them to cheer to cheer them yeah, on. Yeah, I'm really looking forward so, to yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, and that'd be great. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And so, who are they playing under under the guise of? Do you know? Is it like Crows versus Port, or you don't know? Not sure yet. Um, we'll wait and see. Yes, I, I'm definitely learning as I'm going. Yeah, yeah, um, for sure. Oh. yes, Tangles. It's uh, players from the state ac- uh, academy uh, playing uh, against each other. Nice. Oh, okay. Yep. So. Yeah, yeah. so they're all from the academy. Yeah. And so leading up to a interstate uh, game in October. Nice. Oh, wow. So, uh, yes. Thank you, Tangles. Thanks, Tangles. He doesn't like to get himself involved on air, but uh, <laughs> sometimes he just needs a little push. But um, if you're in the area, come along to Woodville Oval and cheer on cheer on the players. Yeah, um, for they sure. Will, they will love it, Absolutely. Um, and and good for yourself it. getting involved, Mick. Well Cheers. Done, no well worries. Done. Happy to happy to promote. That's what it's all about. And promoting the weekend yeah. sport and all sport radio for getting involved. Yeah, as well. That's absolutely. Great. It's a it's a feather in your cap. Well yep. done, Tangles. <clears throat> so 
Wow, nearly halfway through the season. I think we're in some parts of the seasons yep. where well and truly halfway through. Oh, we're coming, yeah, more. Yeah. Coming up to semi-finals, all the teams are starting to get looking at the tables and, you know, if they're not listening to Shep and Tomo's <laughs> podcast, they don't know what's going on in the tables. <laughs> so you, you can hear it here. Um, but semi-finals aren't too far away. Some cricket clubs are having pre-season starting already. Yeah, yeah. I know the veterans have just about started. Yeah, yeah I've so. seen they've mm. in indoor nets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw some posts on Facebook. They were they were already getting out there and yep. bowling a ball down. <clears throat> I had put out the feelers to Flurio, um, and Cardi's going to get back to me in the next couple of days. He's a bit busy. Right. He's an accountant, so end of the financial year. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I probably shouldn't have rang him at this time. So. Sorry, Cardi, if you're listening. <laughs> What's more important? <laughs> Getting me on board or? People's tax or sport. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> yeah, so so obviously we've got semi-finals coming up and we've got, yeah, cricket. Yeah, it's all happening. Yeah, it is. It but is. Um, I guess the, the one thing with the change in the seasons is that coming up to the summer, we are looking for more correspondence. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and I've... Touch base with the Iceland cricket. Oh, uh, you have? I have. I've got a response. Unbelievable, yes. mate. Unbelievable. So I'm going to be uh, hopefully having a talk to the Secretary of Iceland cricket soon. Um, wow. And with any luck, we can get some interaction with Iceland. Yeah. And Iceland are famous in the cricket world. They've got a world record. They've got the most northern, northern. cricket ground on the planet. Mm. And... Uh, the before, I guess, in the last 10, 15 years, with a lot of movement around the world with people and cultures and a yeah. lot of uh, people from the subcontinent have moved into Iceland and no cricket was played there. And much like Bradley in northern New South Wales built a baseball ground, Field of Dreams style, yeah. the, uh, these guys from the subcontinent have done the same thing. They've built themselves a cricket ground. They've had it opened by the Iceland Prime Minister. It's a great story. It's the best story of all time. I love story. it. And hopefully I can, we can get some international uh, guests on the show. Yeah, for sure. And, and, for sure. and give them some love as well. That'd be great. And, um, but I think one of the other things to be aware of is that we've got some massive interviews coming up. We have. We're not going to give away any secrets on no, that yet. no. But definitely stay tuned to the show. Yeah. Because there's some serious, serious work happening. And this is as a result of me and Tomo going into the podcasting bubble. Yeah, that's it. You know, we um, went away for a reason. We, we <laughs> polished our shoes. We tightened our laces. We uh, did some serious work and we're going to... Did some serious digging and we, we're right. going to get some good interviews out of it. Absolutely. And yeah, I'm. I'm sure our friend over there in Ireland in the cricket world, Mary Waldron, would be happy yes, to join absolutely. us by phone later on in the year as well. Um, David Jenkins and Mary together. Oh, David Jenkins! <laughs> yeah, what a from, pairing! Oh, mate, the yeah. historian extraordinaire. Yeah, for sure. That's a great idea. Yep. We might be able to... And that's why we have the big guest through. <laughs> Thanks, help Bruce. Out. Thanks, Bruce. That's an excellent idea. Absolutely. Yeah. And and thank you, Bruce, for coming in tonight. You've uh, been absolute pleasure. absolutely yeah. entertaining tonight, and it's been a pleasure to have you on the show. Thank you. Yeah, oh, thanks, thank mate. Um, and we'll get you back on. <coughs> absolutely. Do some netball updates. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah. As I said, I'm 
been around the state a couple of times, so well, I've got some results from other areas and uh, some of the promotions of uh, certainly some of the country areas because yeah, Deadpool is huge. Yeah, 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 when you've got some there. news for us. Yeah, that sounded, that sounded like a... Uh, well, you a, live so <laughs> far away from where we record, hey? Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, it's around the corner. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Um, that sounded like an interview, like a question. Could I be on the show more regularly? I think definitely... No, no, yeah. I'll do some research first yes. and I'll come back through Tom Owens. Absolutely. Yeah. All good. <laughs> All good, mate. No worries. Um, thanks to the show sponsors, T- Viva Teamwear, Rebel Sport and Blue Steel Cricket. Thank you, Tangles. Yep. And thank you, Tomo. Thanks, Shep. Thank you. And if you guys like the show, just tell your mates. Yep. And tune in next week for sure with our live show from yep. coming from Iron Bank Cherry Gardens Footy Club. Up there in the hills, it'll be nice and chilly. It'll be nice and chilly. It'll be nice and chilly, but it'll be great it's atmosphere. Gonna be a- and they are really excited about these new As change rooms open. Absolutely. There was a lot of work that went into getting them done, and we'll yep. talk to a few people around that yes. next week. No worries. Looking forward to a huge show next week. So it's going to be uh, it's going to be an awesome show, I think. Mm. So hopefully we can uh, we can do it well for the Iron Bank <laughs> community. <laughs> I'm sure we'll do it proud, mate. Absolutely. (laughs) All good. Thanks, everyone. Cheers. Talk to you next week.